You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Beep, beep. Ooh, ooh. Why are you so weird? I wanted to start like that. I've been wanting to do that from the beginning. What a, what do those sounds it's a, mean um, for rap you? Song. What rap song? Beep, beep. Ooh, ooh. Why are you all in my ear? Talking Wait, a whole that? bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Who sings that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Wasn't that good? <laughs> it was just a little preview of like my talents, which I'm glad rapping. you're singing. I'm glad you're singing finally. <laughs> I've been wanting you to sing for so long. I feel like it's one of your best. The singing's coming. I wouldn't. Assets. I wouldn't preview with the, the singing. That's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be a big day. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's doing so well. Am you've been wanting to record this podcast for a while? I feel like you have something to say. <laughs> God. You know what? I forgot what I was going to say because we were supposed to record like a week ago, and then life happened. Okay, so you don't you don't want to talk about the same thing <laughs> that I was going to talk about a week yeah. ago? Uh huh. Oh, I remember now. It popped in my head. Maybe it's not but, significant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, um. Just a little recap on Am and I, what we've been up to post-move, because that was the biggest thing in everyone's life, I'm sure, <laughs> the fact that I was moving. Um, Amberly and I have both been, Amberly's been working a lot on writing, and we've both been tuning into a lot of channelers. And without like getting into specifics, what happens when you start hearing inspired information and channeled information is that everything starts to change. Yeah. I went down a deep, dark rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) That I had to like climb myself out of. You sure did. I watched from 11 (laughs) a.m. to 11 p.m. straight, might I add. Like did not move except to Mm -hmm. like go relieve myself in the restroom. I watched that many hours of aliens, UFOs, Gaia TV, shout out Corey Good and David Wilcock. And then Wilcox. No, it's Wilcock. Give him singular. two. No. <laughs> no. It's Wilcock, singular. And then had the worst night's sleep of my entire life. Aliens were like literally in my room working on my body. Couldn't couldn't handle it. Had to like push everything out away. Was like I'm breaking up with Gaia TV. I can't do it. I will not allow myself to do it. You're going to do it again next weekend. Yeah. I kind of want to do it tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is, this is with everything. I I feel like there are so many messages that are like, that come through every single thing that we do. But if you are tapping into the purpose of tuning in, like what is the synopsis of what you are watching beyond what's actually being displayed in 3D. Like, what do you think is the significance? The significance? I was even thinking driving over here right now. I was like, well, holy shit. <laughs> they, <laughs> there's so much technology out there. I love having there. a 70-year-old friend. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much about you that's like literally 70 years old. 
Or you're just like from the 30s. You're just like not okay. even there. You're just a, a hologram. I don't know how to answer that. I don't know how to <laughs> you respond don't have to. to you. Okay. You were, you were thinking on the drive here. Yeah. That there are so many. Well, I, I was going deep into my thoughts. So we won't get like so deep into that. I want to save everyone from my deep thoughts. But um, I was thinking that there there's so much technology out there. There's a technology that they use called the voice of God technology, which has been the thing that has been freaking me out the most. This is what you were thinking about? Yeah. The voice of God technology? Yeah. <laughs> this is like, again, you've, you watch 12 hours of Gaia TV. And when we were walking on the lakefront yesterday and talking about all 12 hours, <laughs> the only thing that you wanted to talk about was the voice of God technology. I know. I, know. I can't, I cannot help myself. I think it's because I'm, you know what it is? I've known this for so long that this is a thing Mm -hmm. and I finally have something validating the crazy thought in my head that there would be something like this that exists and it does and now I'm like I knew it I I knew it but now I'm like well have has it been affecting me has the voice (laughs) of God been affecting me I don't know I don't think so though when I really think about it so you so this technology is that there are subliminal thoughts that are coming through that you are believing is the voice of God. Okay, no, it's not. Well, they have something like that, yes, but they also have these like drone type things that fly over your roof of your house at mm-hmm. night, penetrate like the the roofing, go going into your brain waves mm-hmm. and implanting. Yeah, and implanting dreams and thoughts that aren't yours. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, but they also said you, if you have a very strong mind, you're not susceptible to this. And I don't believe that there are like 500 million thousand drones flying over people's homes at night and implanting dreams in every single person's consciousness. So back to survival of the fittest. Yeah. Yeah. Technically. Basic witches and wizards, y'all are going to make it. Everyone's going to make it. Y'all are smart enough. I just like freaking out for half a second and feeling human because I know in my deepest depths of my soul that none of this is affecting me actually because yeah. that would never happen. Right. But it's just funny to think about for but a second. There are so many things that do affect you. And that's why yeah. I feel like this information, even if even if it's beyond like what most people are willing to accept as truth regarding aliens and um, spaceships and, and space centers on different planets, even if that's like too far beyond what your level of consciousness can accept as truth. Right. The most important thing is that you're tapping into the fact that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. This information is showing you that there are things that could potentially be affecting your thoughts Right. Those things may not be the voice of God technology. It could be other things. Insert eye roll. (laughs) It could be... Insert eye roll. (laughs) Who's 70 now? I mean, (laughs) that would be like 40. Okay, fine. I just... I feel like you... You would feel like, okay, for, for people as sensitive as us yeah, who are hearing information all the time, this is why I recommend that like anyone listening to the podcast, if there's ever anything that you are interested in that we have talked about, you should go do it because in some way it expands your information base and expands your, your capacity to learn 
and feel in a different dimension. Like if so, if, mm-hmm. so if energy work seems interesting, you know, I think that all of our experience in energy work helps us to fine tune information that we receive because you're working on a dimension that's not the third dimension that you can't see, feel, hear, smell, taste in the third dimension. So Mm -hmm. you have to become very um, tactile in seeing very subtle differences. And when you start doing that with frequencies, you can do that with information. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think it's important that you're just kind of like saying yes to the things that you're inspired to do, because those are the things that I think strengthen you beyond what in the third dimension people think strengthens you like a stupid board game or something (laughs) or like let's drop the judgment of a board game, stupid mind apps to make Einstein. (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe that's good. Maybe it's good. Baby Einstein. I don't know. I don't have a kid. I'm just saying like don't apps. hate on Einstein first of all my I've never boyfriend se- <laughs> okay I've never seen the app but you know what I'm saying you know like we have so many programs we're sometimes so ridiculous we're thinking like well I should be doing Sudoku puzzles and I should be Sudoku. doing I should be doing, <laughs> I should be doing mathematical you know equations all of keep math my mind crap, straight by the way yeah that, that's also what I learned all math is crap all of our equations have been crap this is why I haven't been good at math because I know math beyond and science. You think I'm not good at science? No, math and science. Oh, math and science. Yeah, for Corey Good saying that all of it's crap because there there's so many more equations and technology out there that is so far beyond what we yeah. know to be true on Earth that everyone's going to have to go back to school. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you step out of the human experience like right now and you look at humans and the way that we operate to me we are like in caves with like little pieces of what do you call this like a little carving tool (laughs) where we're just like carving numbers on the side of the the cave (laughs) we're just like using we're just like using our physical limbs to like do things and like see very like like practical quote-unquote like physical representations of like what our logical mind can whereas like if you think of if you step out of the experience of being a human you're missing the forest for the trees like have you heard that phrase I know I'm 70 (laughs) but you're not seeing the entire forest because you're so focused on looking at one tree right and like analyzing every aspect of the tree is everything that we know and everything about this tree is everything right and therefore and you're not seeing the forest we don't have to go look at all the other species of trees or we don't have to close our eyes and see and ask the tree what it's thinking right that's very good (laughs) (laughs) profound (laughs) you know okay it just but it it does does seem like you said like so archaic yeah that that that's the way that we learn and things like that when there could be an entire well there definitely is an entire mechanism of learning so far beyond what is tactile practical physical three-dimensional mathematical scientific but it takes mm-hmm. trust and intuition to know those things and to trust that that's valid. Yeah. I can see that. I feel like everything is like an energetic exchange anyway. So like right. I wasn't technically, 
I would say I wasn't good at math, which means like, okay, I didn't get an A, whatever. But, or I did actually <laughs> in calculus, I got a hundred. Okay. So, <laughs> no. Cool. but um, no, technically I've always thought that I'm like, I don't play well with math. Uh-huh. I just don't. So the energetic exchange was not, it didn't resonate with me. I was like, okay, well, if it's a math class, I would shut down. If you coded it as physics and I can see it happening, Mm -hmm. I would ace everything all day long because I can see it happening. And I'm like, Oh, okay, well I understand it. It resonates with me. But like, if you put it in a simple equation, like it's just broken down to an equation. I'm like, what are you even talking about? I can't even see what you're trying to get at. Mm -hmm. So that energetic exchange was not in resonance with me, Mm -hmm. but somebody else could be so in resonance with that. And like, yes, I get it. That's simple. And then they go to like an English class and they're like, there's so many rules. I can't get around, you know, where, so everyone, I think education, even though it's like, I view it as a lot of mind control bullshit, a lot of like standard Mm -hmm. schooling, the standard schooling system right now. But I mean, there are some schools out there that are like really doing well and and doing good things for people. But I think that for the most part, our education system is a lot of memorization, you know, mind control tactics Mm -hmm. that you're not being um, like the energetic exchange is not fostered for like something that you would resonate with and be able to explore that further and like really grasp it, really understand it, really play with it. Yeah. You're just like taught to memorize something because and then move on to the next thing. It's unfortunately not organized. And this is true for, this is a representation of the exact way that we live our lives right now. Like Mm -hmm. we believe that things have to be scheduled. We believe that things have to be programmed. We believe that things have to adhere to a certain mindset or a certain grouping of already discovered ways. And Mm -hmm. in living that way, we're so limited to work beyond what has been discovered. And so Mm -hmm. sure our technology may be evolving, but perhaps our technology is evolving because it's actually evolving on its own. I think Mm -hmm. that for us to evolve more, we have to be okay with losing the programming and the scheduling. And I mean, how often do you say like, okay, I don't, I'm not going to make any plans. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything by a schedule. I did that when I watched 12 hours of Gaia. (laughs) (laughs) You take inspired action probably more than most people. Yeah. But, but there's still a limitation. There's still like, there's still something in the back of your mind that's Mm -hmm. saying, well, I should be doing this because I haven't done this in a month or I should do this because I, whereas Mm -hmm. like imagine living every moment with inspired action. Yeah. And I know that that brings up so much for so many people because it's a life based on faith and trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. But those time those little bitty bits of time where we that's where we do those things Mm -hmm. that's where the magic happens and it's also not just about action it's about being inspired to stay home and rest it's about being inspired until something seems very fun it's about being inspired until um what feels very right Mm -hmm. and easy 
comes into play. You know, like we always want to say, um, okay, I haven't talked to this person in a long time. Let me call them and schedule lunch with them. So you schedule lunch with them for like a week later. And then you wake up that morning and you don't really feel like having lunch with that person. That's sad. (laughs) But yet it's okay because there may be a day where you pick up the phone and you schedule to have lunch with that person that, or you just say, you know, I'd love to see you today. And then that person's like, Oh, that's so weird. My entire schedule is open and you see each other and it's just like perfect and wonderful. Mm -hmm. But we're so afraid of, of living in that, like living in that heart centered way because Mm -hmm. we're afraid we're going to miss out on something. Right. And in actuality, that's, that's most likely the way that we are going to experience so much more growth by letting go of the programs and, and saying yes to what actually comes into our field and feels good. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have belief systems set up by them, by themselves that, they don't have permission to live in, in an inspired way because, and they'll put that on other people around them. So they're like, okay, well I should be working and I should be doing this or else so-and-so is going to think that I'm lazy or think that, you know, I'm not working hard enough or, you know, whatever. And when none of that's true, it's all an illusion and it's all your mind trying to keep you safe in a way that you continuously do things that keep you small because that's familiar, even though it's dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. it's familiar. So you feel safer doing that versus, you know, branching off and, and doing something you're inspired to do like, okay, well, I know I do this every single day at 3 PM, but I don't feel like doing that today. I feel like actually going to an art class or something instead of, you know, whatever Pilates that you do all the time Mm -hmm. but you're like oh well you know I can't do art because if I do Pilates then I'm gonna that's a means to an end I'm doing Pilates so that I can like feel better I can lose weight I can be more toned that has an actual outcome yeah whereas if you do an art class it's like well what's really the outcome is that really useful for me Mm -hmm. and you think to yourself no because I just have a painting which is great but I don't see the end result that would be worth, mm-hmm. you know, doing something like that because it's not technically like working towards something. Right. It's, and people are very uncomfortable with doing things just for the sake of doing them and being in the moment and having fun. Mm-hmm. So even though, say you do go to the art class and you have so much fun, you lose all track of time, you're so involved in it and, you know, just coloring outside of the lines and having fun with your friends and whatever. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. Shocking. And you're not going to color outside of the lines. Yes, I am. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) We're going to an art class in in like 30 minutes. Yeah. For people who don't know that. Um, So, so yeah. So going to an art class, you might think, oh, well, that's a waste of my time because I'm not working towards Mm -hmm. something. When in actuality, it's giving you so much energy and so much creativity and inspiration that you feel so recharged that you afterwards, you can go, you know, hold space for other people Mm -hmm. and, you know, do get stuff done that has been on your list for like ever that you've been avoiding doing Mm -hmm. and because you're so energetically drained. So it does serve a purpose, even things that aren't, you know, a means to an end, um, doing divine feminine things like that or inspired things like that is very, very helpful and helps keep you balanced. Yeah. And we, we make suggestions 
all the time. Like we always tell people to take an art class and this is like the first time we're taking an art class. We've been trying to Full take disclosure. an art class for, for a um, while. I've taken art classes. Well, I've, I've like colored on my own and, and done things doing like that. that. Recently, but, yeah. but the point of me saying that is more so that it's just an example of something that that's coming to our mind. And mm-hmm. there are so many things that in the presence of quiet of you, you will be inspired to do. And so we're just trying to give people the courage to say yes to the things that they're being inspired by. But what if I'm quiet and I feel like I'm being inspired by something when it's really the voice of God technology telling me to do something? I think you should do it. (laughs) I think if you're not sure, if you think that you're being inspired by something, you're not kidding. (laughs) Well, no. Okay. You know what? This is why I'm so triggered by it. This is exactly why... You're still thinking about the voice of God. Public (laughs) service announcement. This is why I am so triggered by this. Because when I was little, Uh I would have bouts of OCD and Mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten so much better at it because I meditate and, you know, I'm more grounded and all that kind of stuff. But when you're little, you don't know what's going on. So Mm -hmm. I would have these awful intrusive thoughts. Like coming from seemingly nowhere. I'm like, this isn't me. These are like horrible thoughts and it's so intrusive. And then my OCD pattern would like flare up and I would try to like control the thoughts. The more I try to control it, the more it would come through. You're also probably trying to pacify your feeling, your emotions and your anxiety through OCD. Yeah, probably. So when you're young, you don't know how to deal with that kind of stuff. So having you say that that was, that that was a result of a chemical. It could have been. No. Okay. Well, yeah, actually it could have been because I had chronic sinus infections Mm -hmm. when I was younger and I was always on antibiotics before I I started doing holistic medicine. But yeah, I was always on something and I would change an antibiotic because it wasn't working. And the new antibiotic, I was like writing suicide notes Mm -hmm. and and my mom's like, what the actual F. So, you know, telling the doctor. She's such a happy child. <laughs> she's such a happy child. Why is she writing me a suicide note? And the doctor's like, that's impossible. It doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. Uh, yeah. Newsflash. It goes in your gut, which your gut has more neurons than your it brain. Is your brain. Yeah. So taking it off the very next day, I'm like outside playing basketball. Like everything's hunky dory. I know I'm 70 and <laughs> yeah. It was, it definitely was Mm -hmm. something that was not, you know, Mm -hmm. meshing with me. But anyway, that is a whole nother story, but OCD and all of that kind of stuff probably was because, you know, my nutrition was not like 100% on par, Mm -hmm. you know, you're as a kid, you're like having Coke and candy and blue Gatorade and all this kind of stuff that just like hijacks your brain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was having intrusive thoughts (laughs) and (laughs) these thoughts were not pleasant at all Mm -hmm. scary thoughts things that like I have never seen heard whatever so I'm like okay something is talking to me and messing with me Mm -hmm. so now that I'm older what I'm seeing I've always thought when I was younger I was like something something outside of you yes yeah and so now when I'm older I'm like holy shit this is exactly what I thought was Mm -hmm. happening to me and it it may have happened to me I don't know but okay well now I feel like I'm think about all the information regarding this topic okay which is that if you are if you're physical body is flooded with low vibrational foods yes with chemicals with toxins Mm -hmm. with um medications pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. then you are resonating at that frequency right thereby allowing that 
same frequency of thought to be at the forefront of your mind yeah. of what is definitely so working backwards mm-hmm. you could say if you know if someone is experiencing a lot of those feelings and emotions mm-hmm. potentially they need an a nutrient overhaul mm-hmm. along with with healing and and because that causes such a such a separation from that that heart-centered space of love that nutrition needs to be an, an overhaul situation Mm -hmm. at the like toxins need to be removed chemicals from the environment need to be removed but also a practice that re ignites that person with their soul and with their energetic body Mm -hmm. like meditation like energy healing and things like that and that's this is something that you and I are doing continuously Mm -hmm. we're like you know we're all and and it's because so many things can separate you from your your energetic body so many things can separate the physical from the energetic from the soul from the the Mm -hmm. spirit from the connection to source and so we're always working to get that connection back and when you're working backwards from a place of separation Mm -hmm. that is oftentimes very uncomfortable yeah you know that's like when you are um you're so programmed by a job or by living with your parents or by living under your parents' thumb that you are confused. You haven't listened to your, your soul and your spirit through that state of connection. Mm -hmm. And so in moving towards that space through things like meditation and quiet time and things like that, it's a very uncomfortable place to be because you're so separate. Yeah. And these like this, um, this person it seems that you are Mm -hmm. is so far away from you. So Mm -hmm. like when you're hearing those thoughts, it's like, it's like that friend that you just don't resonate with anymore Mm -hmm. that you don't really want to talk to and communicate with. And you have to like kind of work through this cloud of confusion. You know, that's why when, when you're so programmed and you're so Mm -hmm. in, in tune with, with, um, just what's happening in society and social media and things like that. And then you stop, or you quit your job, or you um, do something drastic, and you just try to sit with yourself. Sometimes that is a very frustrating place to be. Yeah, because there's nothing. You're not understanding that that presence of being mm-hmm. anymore. You're so used to just operating in that active masculine state that mm-hmm. you feel discomfort with that state of being where you're just listening to who you are so that when the right time comes for you to take inspired action, you can do so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I would always avoid meditation cause I didn't know what was going to come through through myself. Yeah. You know, it's not like I was scared that something else was going to come through, but I didn't know what was going to come up for me. Right. Cause you right. know, that's the only chance of you really looking at, mm-hmm stuff that you've been stuffing down Mm -hmm. and it's not always pretty, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something that you need to acknowledge. It doesn't mean that you have to analyze it, right? but just acknowledge it that you are feeling that thing and then move on from there. And the more that I did that and the more I had the courage to sit with myself and my thoughts Mm -hmm. and, and not just, you know, run my thoughts through, 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 I just kind of, tried to use meditation as a mental dump. And that's what helped me first and foremost get into meditation. Cause I couldn't even get into a meditative state mm-hmm. because my mind was racing with thoughts. And, and I feel like my mind was subconsciously doing that to continuously avoid a meditative state. So, because I had so much 
underneath that was going to come up that mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not mature enough for this. <laughs> so, um, so once I started using meditation as a mental dump and just kind of picturing like grounding myself and my root chakra to the core of the earth and then dumping out into the core of the earth, out of my head, out of my mm-hmm. crown chakra, like everything just pouring out and going to the center of the earth to be like recycled and utilized as like better energy, then I was kind of clear enough to start sitting and relaxing into a meditative state. So that was a good um, first point that I started doing. And then once I started getting in more into a meditative state, then inspired um, inspired action started happening. Like inspiration would come through and then I would take action from there. Mm-hmm. And all of that looked like a completely different reality for me right. versus, you know, not having done that and choosing things subconsciously out of fear. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know I was choosing my reality out of fear versus something that's like inspired and more relaxing and more um, powerful in mm-hmm. a way because you take the time to really um, feel what's coming through you. And then taking action from there is completely different from just taking action because you feel obligated to take action or because you want to, you know, feel like you're working and you're Mm -hmm, busy and mm -hmm. you know, all those things. So, which is all fear. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It's, it's just so fascinating to me that we are so, we're so different from our natural state and our, our natural sense of um, awareness and that we have kind of created this separateness for so long and anything that, that cleanses that, you know, does feel scary. Like you said, like that initial time that you're sitting down to meditate and you, you haven't meditated before and it like, we call it meditation, but it's so, Mm -hmm. it's, it's so many things. Mm -hmm. It's sitting down in grass. It's walking your dogs. It's looking at a sunset. It's being creative. It's, it's just sitting in your room mm-hmm. like doing nothing. Like yeah. there are so many things that you don't have to check off your list. The fact that you sat down with your legs folded in Lotus pose with your hands and in a certain way, breathing a certain way, although it's helpful. It really is just that, that mindfulness and that state of awareness where you you also don't have to be afraid because you know that you are experiencing love mm-hmm. and the thoughts that are coming through are m- many times processing. So, you know, a lot of people, I, I know this because people have told me, you know, I'm afraid of meditation. I'm afraid of sitting with myself. I'm afraid of speaking about those, those dark, deep things because I'm afraid that I'm doing something wrong or that I'm like disappointing someone on the other side, or I'm not doing something that I'm supposed to, again, something that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that fear of looking that in the face is, is daunting. And in actuality, knowing that, that when you are sitting and being with yourself, that you're in the presence of love and that you are, um, you are coded in that, that energetic frequency, know that. And then in feeling some of those, those daunting thoughts, know that those could be just the state of those things processing through you. 
um, in meditation, no one has to take action, even though some thoughts may come through that are coming through for the first time that you did not expect. You, again, don't have to take action. These are just things that are coming through as as a means of, of broadening your awareness. So like, you know, someone may think that it's a negative thing that while they're meditating, something comes in about their mom and their that their mom is... Um, maybe not influencing them in the most positive way. And they feel guilty that that, is, that, that thought is coming through. Mm-hmm. It is just an expansion of your awareness surrounding your relationship with your mom. Because what is most limiting and what is not in, in the presence of love is thinking that what is and is always what will be and that one viewpoint is right. That is the... That is the opposite of love. Love is seeing everything with a, with a broadened state of awareness and accepting it as it is through that state of love. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I feel like it has to do with also being able to, like, integrate that. So, like, not everything is going to be rainbows and butterflies. Like, everyone has, you know if you want to view it as dark or light, everyone has both in them. So the darker things don't need to be avoided or, you know, cause fear. If you integrate it and drop the judgment that you have those aspects in you or that your mom has those aspects Mm -hmm. in her and she's reflecting that back to you, whatever it is, you can drop the judgment of it because the judgment's going to make it persist and cause more fear and anxiety about it. So if you just acknowledge it, you know, and then drop the judgment of it and see how that's serving you. If you really understand how those aspects are serving you in a way, Mm -hmm. then it's no, no longer seen as like a negative Mm -hmm. bad thing. You know, you integrate it as part of you and you look at it as like a wholesome one union, which is, is a loving aspect Mm -hmm. or loving state. Yeah. You know what's really inspired action, everybody? What? Sheena ate two donuts yesterday for breakfast. (laughs) This is my favorite thing ever. Why? I don't know. Okay, you know why? Why? Because I know your history, and you, as Sheena Menina, would have never in your life done that. Like, before you, even when we first met, you would have never done that. Oh, especially when we first met, I would have never done that. Yeah, because I was like blowing your mind with the things that I was like, yeah, you can eat ice cream. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Right. What? Yeah, because I was like, I could see your brain patterns being like, like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, But now I'm like, thank God she's like finally letting go. Yeah. But it's because you understand now that mostly food is an energetic experience. Right. So like, and it all has to do with your belief system. Right. So if you think, oh Lord, this thing's going to make me fat, chances are your body's going to say, okay, make more fat. Yeah. You know, and then, so even if you're eating salad and you're getting fatter by the minute because you're like, everything makes me fat, your body's like, okay, yes, everything's going to make me fat. Right. But if you say things, and you can physically say this in your food, like, make me skinny. (laughs) (laughs) No, you want to focus on health. So you want to say like, make me healthier mm-hmm. or this is going to make me healthier. This is going to make me more energetic. This is going to, you know, whatever you want to say that is more positive. 
chances are very high it's going to do that thing that you said. But at the same time, inspired action is not like, oh, I'm inspired to eat those Cheetos over there. When you're like really not, you're just like eating your feelings. That's yeah. a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, there, there has been like so, such a transition in um, my mindset regarding food. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when I was kind of in the depths of um, control patterns and eating I don't want to say emotionally because it was really just, it was a rebounding effect of not having nutrients. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a good way of putting it. So it wasn't that I, for me, it wasn't an experience of like, I'm sad and let me eat more. I'm happy. Like that wasn't what it was like for me. It was just the reaction to not having nutrients exactly. and feeling starved on a yeah. nutrient level, mm-hmm. which would cause like binging and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so this, yeah, I would say that this has been a process of awareness regarding so many things and mostly just trusting mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't, I don't now believe that my body is out to get me. I don't now believe right. that, you know, the, the universe is out to get me and mm-hmm. in ways that that's what I see, that's what happens. And in ways that I trust that I'm in the experience of this life and it should be happy and joyful mm-hmm. through those expressions, things like waking up in the morning and t- telling my boyfriend, we are eating donuts this morning, <laughs> except he didn't eat them with me. Yeah. He still has some patterns running through his, his brain about it that. scared him yeah. that I ate two donuts for breakfast. He like could not. He sat there in awe. And I, and had I been who I was a year ago and he was in awe that I was eating, I would have been, I would have been afraid for myself. Yeah. But coming from a place of so much trust and love and, and just like, I have no idea. Maybe I had to do that for him, but I also know that my, because my body is not out to get me and because the universe is not out to get me, Mm -hmm. that's not going to hurt me. Right. If anything, I was like baller shot collar all day. Cause I was like, fuck yeah. I had two donuts and like, you were killing it yesterday. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Never before have I had that experience. Yeah. It would create the reaction that you would expect that everyone else has put out there as being the reaction of having had two donuts for breakfast. Yeah. Like, been, like a crash and like, yeah. mm, that didn't happen. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> you were like, I love my life. I love my body. I, I love awesome. myself. Yeah. <laughs> like the Kendrick Lamar song. I love myself. You know that song? Yeah, that was that was like that was your theme song yesterday. Ten years ago, Kendrick Lamar. It's okay, Am. My grandmother would know that song. (laughs) Baller shot collar. How long ago was that? Twenty, twenty years. Yeah, you just like making fun of me. I know. (laughs) You have no basis for it. It's because I'm ultra cool. You're trying to bring me down. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Um, that exactly was such a good example of inspired action. I just wanted to share that with the world. Last week, there was like another, and again, if life is meant to be fun, then like who the fuck cares about anything? For the most part, I love cooking wholesome meals. I love, you know, being hydrated. I love the feeling of like good foods and I pretty much eat a hundred percent organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
whatever. It's just because that's what I'm inspired to do. Right. I right. don't have an it's inspiration to yeah, do, to eat like, like lower frequency foods regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like if that's the point of this life to, to be in a state of joy and love and all those things, then like you have to say yes to the crazy things that come into your mind mm-hmm. and yeah. just see what happens. Right. Last week I got two massages on the same day. Yeah. Did that, we forget about that? That happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so funny. Two. Yeah. And then you made me get I one hope with no you. one that I know is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are high. That's not true. Um, if you, if you were a band, you would be called the donut incident instead of the string cheese incident. <laughs> Never heard of the string cheese incident. What? Never. Gosh, who um, are you? But and that's because you only listen like to 80s that music. That's yeah. fun. The donut incident. Um, we have to go to art class. I know we're gonna be late for art. <laughs> <laughs> we no, must we're not. Go. Let's bend time. We can do it. Okay. Anyway, if we were gonna conclude the things that we've said, because like I have no idea what we're gonna call this podcast, because the donut incident. Okay. <laughs> All right. The donut incident. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. Um, but if there's something else that you would want to share. Voice of God telling you to eat a donut. <laughs> from what you've experienced the past week of like all of this information coming in, which like, holy hell, it's been so much. Yeah. What would you say to our listeners? I would say that... W- after all of this information, I have gotten stronger in trusting myself and knowing that I have all of the power mm-hmm. and I am protected regardless of technology out there. Or if someone tries to beam me up and take me to Mars or no one can do anything against your will. Yeah. And even if they kill you, it's not the end of the world because you're still technically alive. And you're just also probably not also against your will. Right. You probably sign up for it spiritually, contractually, all that good stuff. So I feel confident in that I'm not affected by the voice of God technology (laughs) or drones. Although I was on a walk on the lakefront yesterday and a drone was following me. And it was like my worst night. I created it. I know. And I knew that. And I was so annoyed with myself because I'm like, God, I've been instantly manifesting. Why can't it be like a billion dollars instead of a effing drone behind me? Of course, it's always going to be the drone because it's emotionally tied to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm so like, <gasps> no drones. And then it's like, oh, you don't want drones? Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I need to be like, no billion dollars. And then I'll show up at my doorstep. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do okay. it. Yeah. I'll try that. But moral of the story is that I'm in total um, freedom and, you know, control over myself. And nothing can happen to me that I've not accepted on some level. So there's that sweet yeah so when we talk about things like this which seem to have no subject (laughs) we are giving you information that is of a very high frequency and a high vibration and sometimes it takes time to absorb sometimes it might trigger you sometimes it might bring up some of these things in your life to the forefront and it might be uncomfortable and um sometimes you might feel great after hearing this information and feel very inspired to do and to rest and feel feel okay and trustworthy but just honor whatever is coming up and know that we're here for support um water is very cleansing so anytime you can walk near water or drink water or take a bath with epsom salts that is a very cleansing thing to do and um take a deep breath 
breathing diaphragmatically. That's a really good suggestion. And um, just be kind and loving with anything that comes up. If you have to take a big, long break more than anyone else has had to take, that's okay. Give yourself the right and the authority to do what is necessary for you and reach out to us if you have any questions. Uh, We're on Twitter. Am is too. I think I might quit Twitter. I know you think I was on it for like a week and then I started getting things in the mail that (laughs) were just weird and I feel like it's from Twitter. It I don't, might be. I don't I like, have a good relationship. I like with Twitter. Twitter because it's so much easier for me to answer something on Twitter or to um, capture the information because it's short. Um, yeah, Twitter so is the I perfect like, way of communicating for you. Yeah, yeah, it's like it doesn't make sense. Right. It's like impulsive information that people spew. Out. It's like just your thought and mm-hmm. in, in like 140 characters or right. something, and that it that's not a good way of communicating for me. I need to know more details. Well. You know, sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. But I like, I like hearing quick things that way. Versus, like, you know, sometimes I might not get the message if it's in a long email for a long period of time. So anyway, oh yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram, um, <laughs> and we have a Basic Witch Super Course coming up in New Orleans, and we have a band called the Donut Incident. <laughs> <laughs> We have Amberly Carter on drums. Yep. <laughs> and Sheena on the mic. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so reach out to us. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And we will, maybe we'll post a picture of our paintings. You know what? Real fast. What? <laughs> I know we're like so late. Let's do a drum circle band <laughs> called the Donut Incident. Because a donut's a circle. <laughs> you really want to do this? Yes. A drum we circle. have to do it. I've been getting to buy bongos. Okay. It's going to happen. I'll show up. Okay. We love you guys. We're going to make drum circles cool again. Okay. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Love you guys.